Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Say Cal Say podcast. It's so funny. I had somebody the other day that was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I've been mispronouncing your name the whole time. I've been calling you Kelsey, and it's Kelsey. And I just laughed because I was like, actually, no, you had it right. <laughs> but my whole life, everybody's been thinking it's Kelsey. So I don't know. I just thought I'd do a cute little play on words. But for the record, my name is Kelsey. <laughs> so today I want to talk to you guys about abundance. I did a poll on my Instagram and it was an overwhelming, there were an overwhelming amount of votes who, of people who wanted me to talk to you guys about abundance and how to attract more of it. So I've been doing a bit of research. I've been thinking about it all week and I'm so excited to bring this podcast episode to you guys because I think this is one of the basic foundational things that you have to integrate into your life when you want to manifest happiness and love and abundance. <laughs> so I want to start with talking to you guys about what is abundance. So literally the definition of abundance is prosperity. The belief that there is an infinite amount of something or someone um, available out there. So I have this pulled up on Google right now, but an abundance mindset is when you believe that there are plenty of resources available for everyone. And a scarcity mindset, which would be the opposite, is when you believe resources are limited. And a scarcity mindset causes hyperfixation, leads to short-term coping instead of long-term problem solving, and increases jealousy and stress. Um, and most people don't even see that they might be living in scarcity. And why? Because like it's not something that's taught to us. Like when is the last time that you went to school and they were teaching you how to see abundance, right? Like most, like I said, most people don't even know what that word is. So I want to talk to you guys about what is familiar right now. And that is scarcity. So let me give you a couple examples here. So like feeling like there's not enough is scarcity. And I know for me personally, that caused me like a lot of anxiety and a lot of, um, fear. And it caused me to make a lot of decisions based on feeling like there wasn't enough, like me staying in relationships for way longer than I should have because I felt like there wasn't another guy out there who was that, who like the, the guy that I was dating at the moment was the best that I could do or that there were no other guys out there, um, that would be good for me. That's living in scarcity. Um, not have like being like feeling like there's not enough money. So like a lot of people think that they can't make millions starting a business because they don't think there's that many people who would be interested in their product. Not going back to the love thing, like not enough love. People think that there's only one person out there that they're meant to be with or they could have a fantastic life with. My personal belief on this is that there are multiple people out there in the world, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands, that you could build a life with, that you could be so in love with, that you could create an incredible life with. How would, like think about this for a second. Seven billion, and probably more than that now, but seven billion people in the world, and we've been taught that there's only one person out there for us. Like how absurd is that? If you think about just how big the number one million is, how big the number 100,000 is, 
Like, how is it even possible that there is that, that to think that there is only one person out there available for you and that will make you feel the way that they made you feel is a scarcity mindset. Not like feeling like there's not enough resources and like people get tunnel vision thinking that the only thing in their world right now, right? Their job, how much money they have, their spouse, um, you know, their house, like their car, that that's the only thing available right now to them is what's out there. And like, as I'm saying this out, out loud, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking silly, but it's crazy because our brain does this thing where it focuses, it, it brings in evidence. Your subconscious mind will never make a liar out of you. It only brings in what you've been focusing on. So if you're not focusing on expanding your view, if you're not focusing on expanding your peripheral vision to see more than just what's going on in your world, your unconscious mind is going to continue to bring evidence to you to support that. And also like people think that there's like a scarcity of possibilities. And what does that even mean? Like thinking that there's only a couple of things that they're good at. There's only like, if you grew up poor, a lot of people think that, oh, that's just, that's just what's meant for me. Like I just, I'm just one of those poor people. Um, that I'm just not one of those people that could experience abundance. Um, and a lot of people need proof that something has been done before they try it themselves because they don't believe in the abundance of possibilities. They don't believe in the abundance of resources. Like, like, and I know I just said that, but, um, the abundance of money and people out there who want to support you. Like, so, I want to talk to you guys about one of my favorite stories and it's about Robert Bannister. In 1954, the four minute mile had never been on record broken. It had never been done until in 1954 when Robert Bannister broke it and people were shocked. People were like, Oh my God, I thought this was impossible. I never thought that this could be done. And then guess what happened after that? 20,000 people in the next two years, including high school kids, broke the four minute mile record. And that's fucking insane to me. Like it's, and that just reinforces the idea that people need to see that something is possible before they'll even try it. And this is, and you know, like I've been there, I've done that before and maybe you have too, but the, the unconscious mind doesn't want to do anything that's going to burn unnecessary calories, right? Because the unconscious mind's primitive directive, prime directive is survival. And so it wants to save as many calories as humanly possible, as many, as much energy as humanly possible to get us through our day so that if we face something that could potentially kill us or put us in danger, we have the energy to run from it or fight it. Right. So this is why a lot of people don't typically go after things that have never been done before because they're like, well, I don't know if I'll be, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work out for me? Then I'll just, then I'll just have wasted all of this time. And there's no such thing as wasted time. There's no such thing as wasted time because everything that you have done in your life, 
has led up to, the mo- to this moment of who you are right now. And I wrote something in my journal that I wanted to share with you guys earlier. Um, and it's about accessing the future version of you. And I want to do a separate podcast on this, but I just have to share this with you guys. So here's you now. Picture like a little stick figure. Here's you, you now and you in the future. And a little stick figure with a bunch of magic around it. What is standing between the you now and the you in the future that has what you want? Whether that's having the job that you want, the daily routine that you want, the body that you want, having all your debt paid off, traveling the world, running a business that's killing it in 10 figures. What is standing between you and her? And I'm telling you right now, it's your unconscious beliefs. It's how you feel about all the things that you want, right? So let me, where, where is this part? Where is this part? I, I, this relates a lot to like feeling behind in life. And I know I struggled with this like crazy and I'd feel really jealous of people because I thought that they had something, they had a quality that I didn't possess and that's why they were successful. And, and, and that's just not true, nor is it, it useful. And the, fu- the, fu- the, deep, deep, the future version of me doesn't feel behind, right? Because you don't want to feel behind. And so there's a version of you out there that doesn't feel behind because that's not a good feeling. Because she knows that everybody started at zero. The day that you were born, you started at zero. Every single experience that she experienced led up to this moment. And sure, there's an, uh, there's an infinite number of realms and dimensions in which she could have gotten started earlier and being, quote, further along in life, but that poses two questions. One, would she, and I'm talking about myself right now, um, would she be the same person or would she be a completely different person with people in her life if you were, if, if I would have accessed a different dimension in which I was further along in life. And if being further along in life brings like wealth and status and all the things that make us feel like we're behind and all these other great materialistic things that we want in life, would having those things be worth being the anxious, insecure, people pleaser, hopeless girl that she felt inside if she hadn't done the inner work first? Maybe she could have built a business and become successful and wealthy without doing all that inner work first. Hard, maybe. But let's just say that that is the dimension that we're talking about here. But that would have meant that many more years of living in the mind of that anxious, self-conscious, people-pleasing girl. That girl wouldn't have broke... That, that girl that wouldn't break up with her boyfriend on multiple occasions because she didn't want to hurt his feelings, didn't know who, she, didn't, didn't know who would come along next, felt that she'd never find someone else better. That girl that didn't talk to anybody at work because her mind went blank because whenever she talked to a stranger. That girl that woke up in the morning and cried because she felt so behind in life and also so paralyzed by fear that she couldn't make a move. That girl that isolated herself from everyone and then didn't understand why she didn't have anyone close to her anymore. And so that, if that's the price of being quote behind, I don't want it. So how can we start attracting 
more abundance into our lives. So I got a couple of tips for you guys um, that's really helped me turn around my mindset from scarcity, scarcity to abundance. And the first thing is gratitude. And a lot of people roll their eyes on this one. They're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Everybody talks about gratitude, be grateful, but you're just delusional because you're not seeing what's in front of you. But actually, that's a really big mistake. Because like I said, we get so accustomed to what we have that we're always looking for the next best thing. Which is great, like always wanting to improve and always wanting the next best thing. That's great because that means that you want to grow. But it's important to stop and take a look around. Take inventory of what you have and what you've built and who you've become. Because when I think back to when I was a CNA, I was just freshly divorced. The moments that I was happy during that time of my life, that happiness it's the same kind of happiness that I feel now, even though my circumstances are so much fucking better. I have a, I have a house that I love, um, a boyfriend that, I re- that I'm going to marry someday that I truly love so, so, so much, um, a car that I love. Like all of it, it's like getting a shiny new toy. It all wears off, right? And so people that buy things and think that it's going to fix them inside, they're wrong. That happiness and that abundance has to come from within because you could have all the fucking millions and billions and trillions of dollars in the freaking world. But if you don't see what you have in front of you, then it's not going to matter. How many rich people do you know? I mean, maybe not personally know, but like how many people do you freaking know that have everything that you want and they're unhappy? It's wild. It's fucking wild. Um, people often fail to see how much they've grown because they've focused on the destination so much instead of turning around, turning and looking over their shoulder to see how many millions of miles they've come. And when I, I was talking about the unconscious mind a bit earlier, and I want to tell you guys that the unconscious mind uses a filter known as the reticular activating system. So with all of our five senses, Taste, smell, sight, touch, and feel. Taste. You you guys know the five senses, whatever. Um, 213 million bits of information is constantly being brought to our attention. And why does the brain use this filter? Well, because we'd be a freaking squirrel and we wouldn't be able to pay attention to literally anything if we didn't have this filter. Think about if we were like, oh my God, look at that black microphone. Look at the white wall. Oh my God, look at that tree. Look at this. Like we wouldn't be able to focus on freaking anything. And so these 213 million bits of information is deleted, generalized, and distorted into 123 bits of information to bring to our conscious mind the most relevant information. Just like how if you go online and you search, um, let's say you want a white Toyota 4Runner, you go online and you're looking at those for like 20, 30 minutes and then you go outside and you're like, did everybody buy a a white Toyota 4Runner today? Because that's all I'm seeing, right? Because you've been focusing on that, it's changed your filter to determine that this is something important, that this is a relevant thing that we need to pay attention to. So, and and what you focused on in the past 
So if in the past you've never focused on what you have, you've only focused on what you don't, your filter, as I've said before, the, the unconscious is never going to make a liar out of you. Your filter is going to keep bringing you evidence to support that belief that you don't have enough. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, where focus goes, energy flows. So if you've spent a ton of time complaining and thinking about how much you have in your life that you don't like, the neutral universe, your, the neutral unconscious mind has no choice but to bring you more of that. It doesn't care how it makes you feel. It's just like, oh, okay, well, this is what she's been focusing on. She must want more of that. I mean, when we want to attract things we want into our lives, but all we do is complain about the things that we don't have, or we complain about the things in our life that we don't like, we're sending the universe mixed signals. And we get frustrated. Why don't we have what we want? Why, don't, why am I not attracting into my life what I want, even though all I think about is what I don't want? How would the universe know to bring us what we want if we're never freaking thinking about it? So I want you to start with gratitude. It doesn't have to be this hour long complex process. I want you to make this easy and fun. You don't even have to write it down. Although the unconscious mind does respond better to paper to pen more than anything else, but even just putting it in the notes in your phone. Hell, sometimes I just, I don't have time to do it in the day. So as I'm getting ready for the day, as I'm in the shower, as I'm at the gym, I'm thinking about the things that I'm grateful for. Before I go to bed, as I'm falling asleep, I count my blessings. Number two, I want you to surround yourself with people who are abundant. And I can already hear someone saying, well, I don't know anybody abundant. I don't know anybody with an abundance mindset. Well, you're listening to one right now. And when you start focusing on abundance, abundant people will be attracted to you. You would be shocked how many abundant people are going to come into your life when you start becoming abundant. Like attracts like. Start seeing people, and this is number three, start seeing people and situations as possibilities and opportunities for growth and expansion rather than an obstacle standing in the way of what you want. For example, let's say you have a difficult coworker. How can you change the way that you interact with them to cause a win-win situation? Right? How, how can you see this, see that person making your life quote unquote difficult as a way for you to grow. And sometimes people just need other people to be nice to them because a lot of crotchety ass people, the minute you're nice to them, all of a sudden you're their best friend and they don't even understand that they're in a scarcity mindset. And maybe you could change something for them forever. And number four, this is the big, big, big one kind of already talked about it, but I think it's important that I talk about this. I want you to start seeing jealousy as an indicator of what you want and less about what you don't have because jealousy indicates that you think someone has a kind of quality that you don't have that caused them to have what you want. People are people are people. No one single person is special. And a lot of people would be like, well, that's not true. But you know what? People put other people on a pedestal. And what happens when we put people, what happens when we put our manifestations 
on a pedestal. We think that it's better than us. We think it's above us and then we wonder why we can't get it or why we can't get aligned with this person that we idolize. It's because we're thinking that they are better than us. But when you energetically align to what you want in a neutral energy, then that's what you get what you want. It's not about deserving it. It's not about being worthy. We learn how to be worthy because our society deems certain things as worthy. When you were born, you never once questioned whether you were worthy or whether you deserved something, ever. You, that was a learned behavior. And yes, people are talented naturally, but anyone can learn how to do something. Anybody can learn how to do anything they freaking want. So you seeing someone as better than you contributes to this lack mindset, to this scarcity mindset. Instead, how can you learn from them? How can you be inspired by them? How can you grow from them? How can you expand your mind by interacting with someone that has what you want? You can hate them from afar because I've done it. I really, really have. I've hated them from afar. Fuck that girl. She's probably just a stuck up bitch anyways. (laughs) But the moment that you are open to possibilities and you see that as a possibility rather than an obstacle, you grow. It's absolutely freaking amazing. I hope you guys got something out of this. I know that doing this podcast episode, I was reminded to see abundance. Um, And yeah, I, I just, it's so funny. I, I, I like record these podcast episodes and then I, I finish what I wanted to talk about. I'm like, I just come off this high and I'm like, Oh, Okay, I guess it's done. (laughs) So anyways, DM me. Tell me how this podcast changed your life. Share it with a friend. Post it on your story. Let's bring more abundance into your mind because when you bring more abundance to your mind, it causes a ripple effect and you affect the people in your life, causing them to be abundant and then they cause other people to be abundant. And let's just spread this massively abundant mindset between all of us because then we all get what we want. I love you guys. Thank you for listening.